0: Hey, hey, Faith Walkers. Welcome back to the God's Vibes Podcast. We have a special God's Vibes Hotline guest interview today. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, (laughs) let me fill you in. The God's Vibes Hotline is where we actually go live on the podcast and you get coaching live with me for free. It's super fun. So whatever question that you might have, it could be about anything. It could be about... Spirituality, entrepreneurship, relationships, business, whatever it might be for you, family, ministry, all the whole gamut. We, we cover it. So there is a form that you complete. You can find this in the show notes. And then you complete that form. You get to book a call. We hop on live and you get to get your questions answered and addressed. You get to get coached live on the podcast. So that is what the God's Vibes hotline is. There's a couple of ground rules. One, if you fill out that form, the expectation is that you will show up to join live so do not fill out the form if you are not going to show up if you are a no show you lose your opportunity to be coach on the podcast in the future so make sure that that is not where you are of course if there's emergency and you communicate that then it can be rescheduled but if you're a no show we don't have a tolerance policy for that we celebrate a culture of honor around here so honor and respect one another and that includes time Okay, so that really is it. Other than that, you get coached for free on the God's Vibes podcast. And what is so fun about this is that no topic is off limits. No question is a silly question. And when you hear somebody else get coached, you hear a testimony of what's possible. So you can grab that testimony, that breakthrough, that belief, and bring that into your heart and allow that to Help fan your flame, so to speak, and run with endurance after that breakthrough that's out ahead of you. You're next, okay? So be really encouraged by what you hear and also celebrate and honor people that are bold enough to get on this podcast, to be vulnerable, to ask questions, and to be blessed in the process. God shows up. It's totally amazing. So you're gonna hear an interview today, a special hotline guest. I want to encourage you too if you are not a part of the Courage Co family, go get plugged in over there, www.courageco.org. We offer weekly small groups, life groups, if you will. We offer prayer calls. We offer many different courses and programs to support you on your journey. As with anything, knowledge is not power, it's truly what you're able to apply that changes your life. Okay, so we make it simple and accessible for you. And I just want to encourage you to get plugged in. We have so much fun and the community that is there is unmatched. It's truly amazing. And it would be my greatest honor to be a spiritual running buddy beyond the podcast. So come join us over there. Come hang out with us. Allow that to be one of the best choices you've ever made in your life. Courage Co. www.courageco.com. All right, shall we do this? Let's dive into the God's Vibes Hotline. Oh my goodness, what is good? Welcome to the God's Vibes Hotline. Thank you for your courage and bravery for being here. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) So tell me, who are you and what is your, your burning question today?
1: I am Nicole, and my question today is when you begin to notice the the things that you can be grateful for around you that you see god working in certain areas mm-hmm. and this other area is just like not getting any attention so to speak from god um you know how do you deal with applying the gratitude and faith to that sort of unattended area that seems to still be like a thorn in your side.
0: So good. Okay, I need to hear something first before we directly hit that. So tell me what you think a life with God is supposed to look like or feel like.
1: I don't know that I have any specific expectations um, I just feel like if I'm praying about it and he knows my heart around this sort of, you know, I call it like the linchpin um area that like kills me. Um you know, that really gets me going. And you know, I I feel like he knows that that's like the area I really need help in and I'm super grateful for all the other things I just am like okay god um can we just like put some of that energy over to this bucket over here and so I don't I don't really have like any expectations at this point I've accepted that life was always supposed to be bumpy um smooth and bumpy and smooth it's the ebb and flow and I think our culture just sort of lends itself to, it has to be like this constant straight line. That's always good, but life was never promised anywhere like that. So I I'm finally wrapping my brain around that part of it. Yes. So.
0: so good. So one, one thing that's coming up for me, we're going to go into this area directly, but one thing that's coming up too, sometimes when you start to read about actual Bible characters, you could do the heroes of the faith, right. In Hebrews, or you could just read literally about people's story, right? Whether it's Job, whether it's Ruth, it doesn't matter who you pick, but you read their story and you look at what their life looked like, okay? So for example, I love reading about the heroes of the faith because you just automatically in your brain assume that they just always had this big faith that they were able to do all these fun exp- exploits, but you're like, no, actually they had a huge doubt and they questioned God and they, right? And then they fell for all the traps of their enemies and then they became great leaders and people of great faith. So. That is helpful. Just like when you surround yourself with mentors or with people that have walked the walk before and they've come out on the other side and they have a testimony, you're like, oh, they were human, but God did something supernatural in, through, and all around them. And then that's how they got this outcome. So I don't have to be perfect. Life isn't always going to flow some certain kind of way. In fact, there's probably going to be challenges even when you're in the will of God. And then I can give myself grace for that.
1: Yeah. And even more so when you're in the grace of God.
0: (laughs) Right. So that is just a great thing to do in general to just like beef up your Bible study time too, when you can see these, because these are mentors, just like you would read a book and find a mentor. You can read about these characters specifically in an area, whatever your area is, that area of struggle, that area of weakness, that area of tension, right? Study people that got breakthrough in that area and what their journey will look like, because that gives you clues, that gives you spiritual keys. So that's one thing. Secondly, when it comes to that area, what I like to do is break it down entirely. So you don't have to name the area, but you've got this area, then I go in on all of the thoughts about that area, all of the actual beliefs in that area. Because what I find is when that area hasn't been addressed, God often shakes it a little bit to show me that I have insecurity there. That i don't have trust there that i'm not really depending on him there and i'm like oh noted <laughs> okay so i'm gonna play with finance just so you can have an idea of it okay so like let's say for example that i don't believe that okay let, let's say i'm really worried about finances now i have in me that i'm like i don't want to pursue money. Like I don't want to make money an idol. I don't want to trip about this area. Like I don't want to make whatever I'm doing, have this crazy insurmountable pressure that I have to just bring in money because then I'm off the path, right? Like I'm off my focus, mm-hmm. I'm off my service. Now I'm going to move into manipulation and control and like, God ain't in that. Right. So I'm like, I don't right. want to go there, but I noticed that I'm more money focused, let's say than I am God focused. I'm more self focused preoccupied with all of my insecurities that God is exposing than I am God occupied with peace and with trust and with safety and security and all that being found in him so I am noticing that just from God putting his finger on that area of my life and I'm like ooh, okay that's tender right like I can feel it so I just start writing down like where is my unbelief Mm. right like I've got an unbelief problem here. I've got an issue in my heart that I'm starting to see is I have a trust issue with God here. So I might, that's me, right? This is just an example that I'm walking through and then we can go into yours. So you can kind of compare this. So I'll start writing down all of the thoughts, all of the beliefs that I have about money. Then what starts to happen for me is, Oh, I grew up in such a way that I didn't know a good father. I didn't know that my needs were going to be met. I didn't know that I was going to be cared for, provided for that. That's what God delights in doing for me. So I haven't looked at him in that way. Like I have a relationship with God that is sort of like an orphan or a foster kid where I'm being neglected. And that's not how God sees me, views me, relates with me in any kind of way, but that's how I view him. And that's also why I don't pursue him and why I just trying to handle this area on my own. And so Got it's it. hard. It's frustrating. I don't think it's going to work. And God's like, how about, how about we look at that together? You want to look at that together? And I'm like, not really, <laughs> but, he, I'm but he draws me in and we start talking about it. Now I'm having a conversation with God. I'm like, God, I don't trust you. I don't like that. I don't trust you help me. Right. Even the Bible. I love that. There's the permission. It says, help me with my unbelief. <laughs> like we found it. There it is. Like, help me. With my unbelief. And then he'll start giving me opportunities to trust him. And I would call these like God provision adventures. Okay. Where it's like, here's a fun scenario where you could normally freak out, but you're gonna trust me in this one and watch what I do. And I'm like, okay, that was scary, but you showed up. Thank you. And then I'll give you another one that'll like pull you out into the deep a little bit further, and you're like, mm, I don't know, but okay. And then you start to see the the actual affirming message that God had you all along. God cares about every detail and now you intimately know it because he took you from having like no permission provision and trusting him to having full provision and trusting him. And all of that had the same bottom line of trusting him as a good father that cares for his kid. Okay, so that's an example of a journey of what I did here. I was like, okay, I have this area that God is highlighting to me or exposing to me. And I can tell because I'm restless, I'm frustrated. I'm trying to do it in my own strength. I'm trying to like logic and reason my way. And God's like, let's, um, let's look at that. I'm like, okay. So looking at it looks like, what do I believe about this area? And what's going on in my heart about this area? Because my heart, I'm going to know what's happening in my heart. My emotions will tell me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling worried, if I'm feeling anxious, I have something in my heart that looks like doubt, fear, insecurity around finances and around money. And then that's probably going to tell me what I believe too. I believe that making money is hard. I believe that I'm not going to be cared for. I believe that my needs are never going to be met. I believe that I'm going to suffer. I believe that I have to have all these plans to make sure I'm okay. Like this could be all the stuff that I'm just writing out. And then God's like, awesome. What do I say about money? And then you're like, I actually don't know. (laughs) Right? Like I haven't actually studied what you care about or like what you say about provision and finance. I have no idea. So I'm going to go get God's truth. I'm going to go get his testimony, what he says about money. And I'm going to start studying about finances. I'm going to start studying about prosperity. I'm going to start studying about wealth. I'm going to start studying about provision, let's say, and he'll guide me. So some Bibles have actual words like that in the back, like prosperity. And you can go do a word study like that. Sometimes you can find stories on that as well, but I'm going to go start doing a little bit of research to meet God in that question. Like, it's like he gave me a homework assignment and I'm going to go Mm -hmm. do it instead. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. And I'm going to report back to you. And then we're going to talk about it. And that's what we do. And then I like talk to it and then he's going to give me from that he's going to open it a little bit further and I'm going to start to see ways that he can unpack that for me. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So he starts like breaking it down for me. And then that becomes really, really powerful because then I start to renew my mind to what he says. I start believing something new is possible in my heart though. My heart is this tender area that he got into. I invited him into that area of my life. He got in there. Now truth is getting in there and that's starting to change what I believe. And it's giving me faith to step out into the scary place that I wouldn't have stepped out before. And then he starts (laughs) actually creating proof about what I believe. And now that I'm believing different, I'm receiving different and I'm expecting different and different is happening for me. So I'm curious now that we walk through a little bit of an example here, tell me, how that has addressed your question or if that is still something that we need to get into a little bit more.
1: Um, That has exactly addressed my question. (laughs) Um, And I'm wondering if I have a sub follow-up question. Yeah, we can go there, yeah. If there's any heroes in the bible cuz i can't mm. think of any off the top of my head mostly because i've been writing notes and um is there a hero in the bible relating to that sort of i feel like job is in my head but um that financial piece like he had so much and then he lost it but he didn't lose his faith and mm. i'm definitely not job that kind of thing
0: totally so I mean the first person I I'm, I'm sure there there's more that I can probably pull but the first person like I'm literally thinking of Joseph okay because this is kind oh of gosh, like Oh gosh we're
1: studying that in church right now. Well this seems the like the story that. of Joseph no <laughs> joke. So the story no I'm not even joking like I wish I I wish we were on video so I could show you my Bible study book because it's the study of Joseph and the pastor is doing like a whole other study like alongside the
0: life groups. Only God, so he wants yeah. to know this, okay? So, specifically, though, why this was highlighted to me is as a person to share with you, specifically in this moment, is that Joseph, right? Like, you can hear his story, so he's you know favored by his earthly father, so that's very different than feeling like an orphan, like, he actually was really loved and favored by his earthly father, he gets this mm-hmm. like technicolor dream coat thing going on and he's like this dreamer right and his brothers are like you're annoying you know what I mean like they they do not appreciate his childlike wonder and his dreams and his visions and then he was not mature in that moment and just shared it with the wrong audience that couldn't receive him so then they put him in a pit and like pretend like they killed him right
1: the now, dreams right where he where he had the dreams and yeah they were like, almost like against the family, but not really against the family. But you know what I mean?
0: Well, when you've got brothers and you tell them that you're going to rule over them, your brothers are probably not going to receive that well.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. We actually <laughs> just went over that on on Monday night. We were yeah. like, yeah, OK, buddy, that would be the response. Totally. I can't believe that this is like so. I, so like, yes, we're going to
0: bury you instead and see if you can yeah. rule us from the ground, right? Like, that's kind of where they took it. So, but what do you think as a person, right? That's going to happen to us. We'll get into this relationship with God. We start hearing from God, Holy Spirit, right? We start having the word revealed to us. We get all these dreams. We get excited and we share it with all the wrong people. And then we get into a pit because now we've got the wrong influence mixed in. Now we've got the fear of man mixed in and the fear of man, the Bible says, always proves to be a snare. So now we're literally caught up in a pickle, (laughs) right? Now you think, right, because God's a good father, that wouldn't happen. Some people can have a thought like that, but God wasn't seeing that moment. He was seeing the story, the good plan that he had. And he knew that while he, he allowed that to happen, right, that wasn't his original plan. But there was reasons why that came to pass that way. So he's still with Joseph. Joseph had the favor of God on his life. So it didn't matter where you put Joseph, God's favor reigned on his life. Okay, so he then... Uh, goes into slavery, right? But he's still actually favored by God. He's giving prophetic words from a prison and he's like growing favor with like the head guard, right? Like he's actually got influence. Like he will not be buried, right? Like he just keeps making the most of wherever he is. He's he's choosing to be excellent wherever he is, right? Now, being in that prison though, actually got him close to where he was going, okay? So he got proximity, and he got exposure and then because he could actually operate in his gift instead of thinking that God doesn't love me and I'm doomed and all the things, right? Because he actually did refused to believe that, operated in his gift. Then he was needed later and had to go interpret a dream, right? And then was promoted to the second in commands and then in a position to actually bless his family when there was all sorts of chaos going on in the land and they genuinely needed him. God was Mm -hmm. seeing that whole story. Okay. From his view, from his perspective, he wasn't just seeing one moment. Okay. Now for Mm -hmm. us, what does this mean? It changes your view on what provision looks like. Okay. So number one, like it's not that provision was just financial because you don't really have financial prosperity when you're in a prison, right? Like (laughs) how's that working? Right. Like you're not really, you, you wouldn't be perceived as powerful in a prison, but like he operated in a lot of power in a prison. Okay. So, like, it's changing the view of what provision looks like. It's changing the story that says God doesn't care for me or God doesn't hear me or God's not with me because if he was, I wouldn't be struggling. So, it challenges that. Right. And then it also, you get to a place where you look at the story, and he Joseph needed every single one of those experiences to prepare him for his position of influence. Okay, and even in his position of influence, like he still we don't see the story after that, but he probably had so many more challenges and other things that were happening too, that he still had trained in how to operate. It's it's almost as if it doesn't matter where you plant me. I not I know God's going to show up. I know He's going to provide for me and all the needs that I miss in this moment. So it just changes what you believe that you need in this moment. It changes what you view prosperity or provision looks like, and it changes your dependency and where you're getting your help from, where your source actually comes from. So in the world, we think our source is a job. No, God gave you that job. That was one of the ways he provided provision to you. In the world, we think our source might be a relationship, right? Some people even get in relationships for somebody to provide for them, which is really interesting, right? So we think that a relationship is provision. Well, God can bring people into your life and flow provision to them, but he's still the source, right? So it, it really challenges any insecurities that we have to shore them up in him. So mm-hmm. whatever issue that we have going on in our life, it is designed to point us to God. Even if it's emotions, like I could have a lot of emotions, but my emotions are meant to just be brought up. So they point me to him so I can process them because only he knows my heart and knows what to do with what's in there does that make sense so joseph is an example like he walked in faith he was a hero because he had all these things come against him and he still figured out how to operate supernaturally through all of them and to be an example worth following and model the way right it's really hard to get favor with a prison guard like how do you do that (laughs) it's really hard to get favor with a head of a nation how do you do that right but his low places prepared him for high places his lack right places where it seemed like there was no provision were those areas demonstrated that god provides he provides and in ways that are beyond what we can think or imagine Sometimes we think that we need it to show up this way and look like this, but God's like, no, no, no. Like I just showed you a whole different level of what wealth and provision looks like. And if I would have just met that need, you would have never seen or experienced that. Does that make sense? Yes, that's (laughs) an
1: excellent answer. And I can't believe how right on it is with like what I'm learning at my own church right now. So let's go. (laughs) Love it love it. That's thank the power you. Of so. the prophetic too, right. Like God knows
0: yeah. you had to minister to your heart. I could have no idea that, that was going on.
1: Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I probably shouldn't tell you that it was finances. <laughs>
0: well, there's that too.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, you so that's, that's awesome. Um, wow. Thank you so much. This was absolutely amazing. And I great. Like, I, I just can't even believe what a few minutes can do to change your world.
0: Amen. Thank you for being brave with your life and coming on the God's vibes hotline. I appreciate you. Thank you. Come through God. Oh my goodness. How amazing was that? He's the best. He is the best. If you want to be next to get coached on the God's Vibes hotline, scroll down to the show notes below, click on that form and fill it out and come join us. It is a time every time it will bless your life. And obviously you can tell it'll bless you even just as you listen. So if you're not comfortable just yet, you can also share this with somebody that you feel like would be a great fit as well. But join us. Join us. And you can come hang with us inside the Courage Co. community, www.courageco.org. What is really helpful is when you put some context to your faith, when you put some legs to your faith. So whether that is joining one of the small groups that we have over there, joining a prayer call, getting plugged into one of the groups. 30 Days of Faith Walking is a great one that you can do time and time again. You can plug in to the Mastermind and get weekly live coaching and embrace the content that is in there. That is like inner life boot camp on another level. And if you kind of are a self-paced kind of person, we've got a training bundle that is an entire year of content to really bless your life. So all of those are great options to get plugged in, but come hang with us, www.couragego.org